What is real? How do you define real? real? Like everyone else, you were born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. The Fashion Matrix Podcast with Pablo Mentor. Wake up and be free. Welcome, everybody. I can't. I, I can't even start, man. This is so goddamn. I can't be serious around this. This this fucking guest, man. Nah, but, okay, let me compose. Uh, welcome everyone to the Fashion Matrix podcast. That is correct, the Fashion Matrix podcast. I'm here back again with another episode in English with a good friend of mine, a serial entrepreneur, a successful businessman, a terrific communicator and salesman, a coach, and the creator of fucking uh, Mother agent or modern success i shit, i forgot the name of your pro, of his program but it's a program where he's helping making other people become more successful and millionaires and the guy has done it has he, he he walks the talk and he's my friend he's helped me he's helped probably you as well if you're listening to this you know who it is so without any further ado what's going on motherfucker what's up brother what's up brian casella <laughs> yeah what's cracking y'all what's really going on that's how we do it over here in playersville we over here in miami aka playersville player you know how it is we got we got big drink over here pablo you know, you know what i'm, I'm saying drink. <laughs> oh man uh, we have so many inside jokes but nah dude uh, everything is good bro you know it's good to see you and the good news i'm hearing from you this motherfucker is selling like a motherfucker over there in mexico mexico yeah uh but yeah man things are good things are moving you know my team is growing i moved uh, companies i rebranded modern success to distinguished distinguished agent i knew you would like that um that 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 word because it, it's very on code with style systems classic communication yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. yeah and then we have um and then you were a part of it right pablo was a part of my first event for limitless which is my tier two coaching for the people who are oh, doing yeah. very very well that, that um, but yeah man everything is on the up and up we're we're growing i'm going this weekend with my team to do another mastermind that we do twice a year we're gonna go to georgia georgia uh but yeah right, finishing the year strong bro doing good you know money in the bank everybody's happy cats are purring and eating and pooping everything is good <laughs> shit probably getting fatter and fatter because they're getting richer and richer god damn shit <laughs> oh they're, they're they're the definition of a silver spoon cat <laughs> motherfucker yeah you're right White, uh, well, they ain't white, but they're privileged American, ma male privilege. <laughs> male, male cat privilege. privilege. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they, do. they are fucking spoiled. F. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have you back on the fucking podcast. And we just made a podcast in Spanish because you know that I'm fucking killing it out here in fucking Mexico. Because I really, I, dude, you, you've known me for forever, right? And I never exploited the Latino <laughs> the, the all the Hispanics and all the Latinos, Latinx. God, don't get me started on that <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, I I really never tried that fucking this this uh, this side of the fucking uh, business and shit. And I'm killing it, even though you know, I'm finding some. Well, like in in any other business, but you do find a huge difference between 
selling over there in America versus here in Mexico or Latin America. And God damn, it's just a, you feel it. You feel it. I mean, if someone out there in America ever comes to Mexico and tries to make it as a salesman, you, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's it's easy, right? If you know what you're doing, but damn, these, these motherfuckers, man. <laughs> but I wanted to bring you back because I want to talk about that, bro, about sales, communication and fitness. Cause you know, you know about it, man. Shit, you know all about that, man. You know what I'm saying? How, how's the intro in Mexico? I said, "Hola, cómo te encuentras hoy?" Is it the same or is it a little <laughs> bit different? <laughs> I say, "Hola, qué tal? ¿Cómo estás?" <laughs> it depends. I, I I actually have done like the, the letter word by word the Jordan Belfort straight line. I've done it, and it fucking works. You know, it fucking works. Hola, cómo te encuentras hoy? ¿Me podría regalar 60 segundos? Le quiero explicar de un producto. Same shit. Oh, that's funny. It's fucking funny, man. It's fucking funny. But, uh, yeah, so I want to I wanna start asking you a question about, well, you know, maybe just a little background on, on, on sales because this, a lot of people are hearing me that are new, that are young, and they're, they, they, are, they know or they've heard that sales is everything, right? That through sales, you'll become rich. Like there's there's no other way, and I've heard you saying say it uh, in other podcasts or in other one of our events that if you learn how to sell or if you're a salesman or a salesperson, um, you become relevant in the world in society no matter what the fuck goes down. If the economy goes up, if, if the economy goes down, no matter if you know how to sell, shit, you'll always be important in a company, mm -hmm. in your own uh, projects. So. Yeah. Why don't you give a little bit of background on how you started on sales and how important is sales or for any company and how important has been sales for you and your own personal yeah. development, bro? Yeah, absolutely. You know, going in line with a lot of the jokes that me and Pablo talk about, there's an old movie called Baby Boy with Tyrese, which is an old like LA movie where there's a scene where they're standing outside and he's like, hey, P, look at, look at, look at my man over here selling pound cake. Look at this guy over here selling CDs. You know what I see? I see everybody going around selling, making money and us standing here, staying broke. He's like, so I figured, I figured it all out. What do we see around us? Commerce. And then he says a word that I can't say online because we'll get censored. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but commerce. Right. And, and when you look at when you look at the goods and services, when you look at, at all these things in the economy, well, how do they move forward through a transaction and how is the transaction done in most cases? Well, even if today for a company, the transaction is automatic. At some point, a sale was made to acquire that account that now they sell with the insurance for this company. Oh, this is my supplier for the suits and the fabric that we use to make the suits. Right. At some point, there was a transaction made and a sale was made whether they were friends or whether they didn't know each other. So we're looking yeah. at, at, at the core of what, you know, moves a free economy in a free market, you know? Yeah. And again, uh, what Pablo brought up earlier is, yeah, you become relevant. Like if you can sell, you'll never be broke. I mean, assuming you want to work, because if you want to sit there and just watch Netflix, yeah, nothing's going to happen. But if you know how to sell, hell, dude, I can make you sell clothes. I can help you sell real estate. We can go sell stocks. We can sell these blue blocker glasses. We can sell uh, beard products, you know, facial hair products, uh, cat food, anything. Drink. Yeah, and you can and you can <laughs> you can make money. So it, it also is a way for you to kind of usher your way into entrepreneurship because mm -hmm. when you learn and you have an idea, especially now in the era of social media, it's like, hey, I want to, you know, like you know, Pablo saying, man, I, I really want people. Let's say he gets an idea, I want people to experience having a high quality suit. 
And I want to be the person who now puts this operation together where I, I find a supplier who gives me the highest quality fabrics and threads that I can use. I'm going to find the highest quality tailors and I'm going to put all of this together. Well, for him to even start that process, he has to sell himself and his idea to people to come on board. Right. But then he creates the operation that then becomes the world's best suits. Right. Yeah. Style systems. Right. Come here to look magnificent or whatever, whatever it is. Right. Well, how did that start? You had to sell. You had to sell the people to get there. You had to sell the suppliers to get you the stuff. You have to sell the people the idea of the suit. You have to sell them to get their money in exchange for your suit and your product or service. So, I mean, we can talk about it all day, bro, but it is the lifeblood of everything moving together. Even, I mean, take a look. If you go on your social media, every third post, what is it? An ad. They're selling you. Yeah. right and what and what are they using all the stuff you teach imagery colors uh sounds and all this stuff to get you oh i really want this you know like oh, i i did i did research recently on um making uh your hair super healthy so all the ads that i get now oh get this oil it's an ancient african oil and herb infused handcrafted vegan you know paleo and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah and then they show literally the the tribes people from africa like rubbing it in their hair i mean that's selling that's and you're like yeah. sales, but yeah. it's marketing and it's sales. So, oh man, it's so important, bro. And that's how you generate money. You look at us, we have to generate money, right? Yeah. To then sell our ideas or be able to, you know, do these events. We have to create something and then sell it. And in the yeah. beginning, sometimes you're selling just the idea, right? Yeah. 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 So, well, the the other part of the question, because I already you mentioned so many beautiful things that I want to just expand on it. But the other part of the question was how did sales impacted your own personal development your life your success if that makes sense yeah well it really opened the door to really making communication and the improvement of it and the understanding of it a priority in my life you know yeah you look at i mean god damn uh, a good example i can give is like look at us and our families man i mean from a from a ideological standpoint a philosophical standpoint we're the polar opposite of our families yeah yet wow. yet in spite of that in the regular world, most people, they like, oh, fuck my family. Nah. We we can be polar opposites. And still, if we really wanted to be in a room with them, laugh, smile, have a good time. And even if they bring us bullshit, if we really want to, we can be no problem, right? Unfazed, no resistance. Yeah. That takes a tremendous amount of skill, man, and emotional intelligence and all the other stuff. But from a communication standpoint, had I not learned communication, I wouldn't have learned those abilities and had the potential to do that, right? Because that ties into sales too. Sales sales is a sub-branch of communication, right? Because what does it uh, imply that you're going to communicate to sell, whether it's through marketing or the spoken word, right? Yeah. So it's just, it's one of those things, bro, that I identified as very important and saw it for what it was. Kind of like I saw social media back in the day and I knew it would blow up, but I said, man, this is going to help me in every area of my life because you look at most young men growing up or people in general, they, they struggle in social uh, settings. They struggle with communication. The guy wants to talk to the girl, but he's scared. He doesn't know what to say, right? The girl doesn't want to speak up, right? She doesn't know what to say. People, oh, I want to make videos, but I'm scared to make videos online. Like, what is that? That's a lack of communication, a lack of confidence and proficiency in communication. So, yeah. man, it's it's like, it's it's... It's crazy. You know, like uh, I'll go with the maxi quote. Sometimes I go in the back and look out on my backyard, <laughs> you know, like, and I think about what my life would have been without communication, you know, it's just, uh, and that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, look at what we do online. Communication has led oh, us to get yeah, to man. having the podcast yeah. and the platforms. I mean, it's just never ending, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. And not 
I mean, improving not just your relationships and yourself, your own your own personal self, right? Your own personal development, but also the money that it allows you, right? I mean, oh, goddamn, because yeah. uh, shit. So many people that I've been training right now, they tell me, well, you know, uh, money isn't everything. Like, motherfucker, yeah, it's not everything, but it gives you access to everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, quit, quit the bullshit, right? I mean, I've seen, I've seen it all. I've, I've seen it. The fucking ayahuasca drinkers, the fucking. Hey, let's do some shrooms. Nothing is real. Like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, I, I get it. There, there are so other stuff. But money will give you access to everything that matters. Period. I don't give a fuck what, the, what you're on. If you're on shrooms and peyote and whatever the fuck. Dude, <laughs> money will give you access to everything that actually matters. Right? So, Bro, let's do some shrooms. <laughs> let's pause the episode and go do some shrooms. <laughs> dude, fuck. Let's do some shrooms, bro. Bruh. Oh my god. So, true, even bro. what you said, bro, like when I tell the people that tell me that, I say, okay, okay, let's say what you're saying is true. And you would like to change that or create a bigger impact or get that message out more, right? Would you be able to do it and facilitate that with more money or less money? Yeah. I'm like, so you now have a duty and an obligation to make more money so you can have the platform to then give the message. There you go. Right. Exactly. And that's what I tell them, bro. And it's it just it both like I get it, but again. We are both now in a position where we've had enough money to say I'm good with money to now honestly say it's yeah. not all about money because you've had yeah. it and you've been in the position. Yeah. Any broke dick loser can be like, well, it's not about money. It's like, well, of course you're going to say that you live in a cardboard box yeah. across the yeah. street, bro. You've never had it. Yeah, That's you've never saying. had it. So how can yeah. you how can you honestly and ethically speak from a position of you know, like, yes, I know. You don't know. You only have one side of the equation, which for most of us is, yeah, most of our families are broke, dirt poor, factory workers, third world country. Like, we don't have that. And that's what we were taught. So if you only know one side of the story and that's all you're taught and you never had that rich uncle, you know, yeah. in your case, maybe it would be a guy from the cartels over in Mexico. Well, you know, I think one would... of my uncles is, is involved in that shit. Goddamn. I think I told him the story, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, if, if, even if you see or if you study some of the most successful people in the world, they know how to sell or they built that massive wealth yeah. through sales, right? And every time I, I meet someone who, who is very successful, you know, for example, in our events or some, something like that, they, they talk about a little bit of sales because it is, I mean, I have a question for you, man. Um, what would you say it's the most important thing within a company? I mean, I know there's a bunch of different things, but would you say that sales would be the number one or maybe top three, top five? I don't know. Yeah, that, that's quite the loaded question there, my friend, yes. my, my esteemed colleague. My um, distinguished. <laughs> well, okay. So I would say communication is tied into all of them, but I would say things like, well, how about the CEO? Because he's the creator of everything. He's the one that creates the culture. Right. Mm -hmm. But he has to be able to articulately and effectively communicate what his requirements are for his culture and then uphold it. And then you have the leadership aspect, yeah. which a big wow. chunk of leadership is your communication and your ability to communicate. So mm -hmm. I think communication is involved in all of it, even though we might not say communication. One of the staples of all those pieces is communication. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. And the sales part, you know, when you look at the 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 we can say the cycles of a business or the pieces and components of a business the first one is um if we're going to talk the starting phase right if we're going to go starter operator scaler right if we use that it's a very simple reference yeah. right the starting is a sales and marketing aspect of it which requires communication 
That's what requires the influencer to say, hey, buy this brand, right? It requires a person to get out there and talk to the customers and say, hey, you should sign up for this coaching with Pablo because he's the best and this and that. He's going to teach you how to be a badass. That is a lifeblood that then brings in the money for the business to then grow, scale the operations, scale the company. But it never starts. The the fire never gets, you know, the spark without the communication and the sales. Mm, Yeah. Okay, no, that, that's a great answer, man. Now, uh, here's another question, bro. What would you say is the difference between marketing and sales, or or which one would be more important? Or you know, just elaborate a little bit on that. Well, I would say marketing is more just uh, recognition, right? right? And having and, and being recognized and selling is now okay. I'm pulling somebody in to actually commit to purchasing a product or service, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the difference. It's it's a difference between oh yeah i know i know style systems or yeah i bought style systems fucking suit or shirt or whatever right yeah. when i sell i'm actually going to have to engage with a customer and then i don't like to use the word convince but yeah qualify to see if what i offer is something that they want or they need and then if i do deem that hey this person wants what i have to sell then i sell them yeah and and that becomes the sale marketing is just Hey, look at us. We're a big company, right? You, you put a billboard up that says, hey, Team BC, best in Miami. That's marketing. That's fantastic marketing because a lot of people will see that, but yeah. that's not selling. They don't look at that and say, oh, that's the best real estate agent. Yeah. When yeah. I meet them or they talk to me, now that's when the sale really begins. Marketing got the attention. Sale got the order. Mm, damn, I like that shit. I might quote you on that shit. Damn. Yeah, so marketing would be like um the attraction side right <laughs> like hey look at me look yeah. at me motherfuckers. now that i got your attention now the selling the communication process begins right to actually make them sign <laughs> on the line which is dotted <laughs> you hear me i have another yeah. thing that happens quite frequently over here in mexico or in latin america probably in argentina as well bro because you live there right uh I had a role play session over there today with a team that I'm training and um, they're selling, I don't know what they're selling. <laughs> well, I do know, but <laughs> they're selling kitchen shit. I just I don't know how to say it in fucking English, man. but they're selling some, some, some uh, accessories. Utensils, yeah. yeah. And shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they were having this, I, I was making them have a fucking role play and they were too aggressive, man. And this is something that I see quite frequently. They're way, way too aggressive. And I get it, right? Because this is a, a, a macho culture, like uh, ego and I know how to sell. Oh, I'm gonna teach you how to, blah, blah, blah. well, sign right here. Can you give me your your, your 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 number card right now? And and I was, you know, I was telling the other guy, hey, you know, be be a little bit more analytical, you know, like, you know, explain, tell him, the salesperson to explain to you the numbers. How do they work and blah, blah, and the payments and this and shit. Done. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. He was asking how much it costs during the, the session, right? And, and he never gave the answer. He was, oh, it doesn't matter. Can you give me the the the, the card and, and, and your ID? And I'm like, dude, I was it's, just sitting right there. It doesn't and, matter. Fuck this shit, man. Like, Come on, man. I, you have a long way to go, brother. That's the only thing I, I said. Well, like, and and the moment I try to explain to them that yeah, it's one part of 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 sales or how do you how do you say it? like like the analytical, the amiable, the the, the direct, and yeah. all that, you know, like the different personalities of a customer yeah. or or a salesperson, right? 
it's one of them being aggressive and sometimes it works for example for you and me for you and i it works i want someone to be direct don't give me the bullshit. Don't throw honey into my goddamn ear. Just tell me how much it costs. Tell me what the fuck I need to do. Tell me what it does and I'll buy it. Shit, yeah. get the fuck out of my way now. Here's the money and I'll get, get out of my house yeah. or get out of the way. God damn it. <laughs> but uh, here you see that. So could you at least elaborate more on that or, or give us some, 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 some of your experience when it comes to teaching others, especially men, who want to tell oh no i can sell and they, they are overly aggressive They're, they they go for the clothes way too much and it, it becomes yeah. uncomfortable man well i mean i think that goes back to what what were we initially taught about sales and what it is right and yeah. then now you look at like a group role play section now their egos you know involved oh, cool. They're like well i don't want to look bad in front of people i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna close this guy right and now it becomes a, a theater a show a theat theatrical spectacle instead of an actual sale but yeah. again yeah. we're throwing somebody in to a lion's den and they have to go off their instinct and it's somebody who was never taught okay if you're ever confronted with a lion this is how you subdue the lion this is how you kill the lion yeah right imagine like if that happened to us we don't know how to fucking kill them I'm like, oh shit like I you're gonna, gonna be like i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking like what they're doing a chiso you know what i mean like i'm <laughs> yeah yeah right like i'm gonna harry potter him with the ring like ah right like yeah, who shit. knows what we would do but now if somebody trained us for a decade on how to confront and kill a lion wow. we're gonna go in there and laugh and be like only one you know that's different right so yeah. people people what they do is they they don't for will be uh will be uh cliche they don't humble themselves <laughs> they don't humble themselves and say, okay you tell them hey uh like let's say you were to tell me brian sell sell this guy and i would just tell well how, how do i sell pablo i don't know how how would you how would i do it that's yeah. a better approach i don't know how to sell but then again the you got to put the your egos not your amigo. <laughs> you got to put it to the side right in the beginning i said give I don't know how to sell. Teach me, right? Yeah. So first you start with the script. Then you start with the basic structure. Then as yeah. you begin to learn that, then you introduce what you mentioned, the personality types. Who am I talking to? A driver is the word you were looking for. That's us. Driver, yeah. Okay, motherfucker, how much does it cost? And how quickly can I buy it? So you get the fuck out of here. That's a driver, <laughs> like, yeah. right? Like when, <laughs> shut the fuck up, you're not funny, right? Like get to the point. That's a driver. <laughs> you know, you try to be that way with, I don't know, um, an amiable, Fuck no. Oh, they're going to be like, oh, you're an aggressive asshole. Get the hell out of here. Right. Because with them, a lot of it is the emotions in the room and the feeling of the sale. Yeah. They they, they want to feel and know that, okay, this person cares about me. And if you're like, oh, if I ask you how much it costs, and you don't tell me <laughs> number one. So even how you answer a question. Yeah. You know how you answer a question. And, and then if you skip questions or you avoid them, well, that's a, that's a red flag. Yeah, what fun. are you hiding? Right. So. There's, there's a lot, but the first step is to say, okay, I know nothing. And empty your cup. Become the cup. Be water, my friends, right? Be water. If, water if you can flow. Water, water can yeah. crash, right? So, Shout out to Bruce Lee, bro. You, you, you literally have to empty your cup and say, okay, what do I do? And then from there, and then, and, and this is a key distinction I want to make, bro, before I pass it back to you. A lot of people will do that and say, okay, but then they're already critiquing everything you tell them. And that's exactly. such a big fucking point, dude. Exactly. I was going to ask you that. What What is your method? What is your experience in regards to teaching others how to become great students? Which is, I've told them, man, if you want to be a master, you first have to become a great student. 
And a master is never really a master because we're always learning. I mean, goddamn, yeah. I probably master something, but I know that I can improve it. So I'm always constantly, constantly in the mode of student. And when you're a student, you are receptive, right? You yep. shut the fuck up. You turn down your ego. And you're like, oh man, I, I really want to learn how you do it, and then I'll I'll own it. I'll make it my own. I'll do my own shit. First, let me get it get it straight. Yeah. And most people are very hard-headed when, when it comes to that. Well, at least here in, in Latin America, what is your experience yeah. when it comes to teaching them how to open up? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, this this is my theory on it, right? Because now we're just talking, I think, at least opinion from, from our end. I, could, you know, yeah. I, I think individuals like us, bro, were rare because like when we, like we can say you with imagology and image and what you did in the career path that you chose. Yeah. And then me and what I did, like when we went in it, we're like, this is what I'm fucking doing and that's it. And like whoever can teach me, I'm all ears. If I have to fucking uh, walk across the planet to learn from the guru, I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. like I would tell my, my, um, my first person who taught me the vice president of my company said, bro, if you tell me to scoop up shit from the dogs and eat it, I'll do it. Like, yeah. fuck it. Right. So one part of it is how we teach and the environment that we create. The other one is the student. If you, it's like the kid that comes to me to train for basketball, who his parent is forcing him to do it. Versus the kid uh, who's like, yeah. I want to be an NBA basketball player. Those yeah. are two different kids, yeah. right? One of them, when I push him, he's going to love it and push himself. The other one's going to start crying and complain to his mom. Oh, it's too hard, right? Yeah. So I think that's a key distinction we need to make. Yeah, and how we teach and we like, again, one thing I do is I don't, you know, I don't make fun of people. I don't say, ah, stupid though, you know, like, because they don't get it. If it takes time, yeah, that's yeah. fine. One yeah. thing I'm looking for, I made a, a reel about this. I said, hire for uh, fit, train for skills. So I want to see if you're here mentally on, on a, on a, you know, from a culture standpoint for my sales team, if you're going to be a good fit, if, if you're coachable, if you, if your values are in check, right. If you are somebody who can understand this whole mentality about being a good student, because if you already come in, even if you're already better than everybody else, but you have the mentality that, you know, everything, I don't want you get out of here. Right. Yeah. So I think part of it is environment and the teacher, the other component. And I think this is the key component is, do you have the right raw material? Is the student, the, the right student saying, I want to be the best fucking salesman in the world. Pablo, teach me like that's the kid that even if he's an idiot, you can make him a fucking phenomenal salesman because yeah. all that stuff is secondary to the fact that he said, I will do anything you say. Yeah. 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 You're right. It's the attitude versus the, the actual skills because the skills you can develop them. It's fucking piece of cake, right? That's a great answer, man. So uh, now talking about now, let's move on to business, man, the, the, the business side, because I know that through sales, you start making money and then all this and that something that I've also encountered, especially here, man, is well, uh, I mean, because I could talk about sales because, man, I'm teaching like the most basic stuff on sales because, you know, here in Mexico, we are 15 years behind you guys. So yeah. the things that, for example, uh, I don't know, like fucking 10 years ago, I mentioned Grant Cardone or Jordan Belfort. Nobody knew who the fuck it was. We're like, well, get the fuck out of here, Pablo. Who, who's talking about, what? Like, is, is it a cereal or what? I'm like, no, motherfucker, yeah. from the before. I got this from Anthony Robbins because you know that I'm a certified coach from Anthony Robbins and shit. Whoa. And when I said that, I thought, man, I'm going to fucking kill it in Mexico. You know, like, damn, I'm a certified fucking Tony Robbins uh, coach. Damn. <laughs> yes, and Antonio. someone actually told me, yeah. Is that an ice cream? Because it's Baskins and Robbins. So somebody <laughs> mistaken that. Oh, wow. Are you certified ice cream maker or what, man? Damn. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Oh, shit. 
But now it's just starting NLP. My God, you, you shit. You're hearing everyone is getting certific- certification over here in Mexico now. Wow. They just go to one fucking class and it's they're selling it. Actually, it's a market now. They're selling like wow. piece of cake. Let's say like you, you are a true certified uh, NLP hypnosis um, practitioner, right? You can come here and chamuyo, damn, and you sell that, man. You just sell that. And there's a lot of people that in quotes, they know it and but I want to say that I could talk about that a lot, but I want to bring more value to the listeners right now. And shit, people are listening are Americans. Just to give context is we are very, very behind in Mexico. I mean, shit. But through the sales, let's say that with a person that's already kind of gets it and is making good money with it, right? Because you make you can make a whole lot of fucking money with it. Uh, when it comes to the business side, mm. how would... How would you teach a young person that is actually really, really applying himself or herself into the sales? He's paying attention to you, someone that you hire, right? He's already sold shit, I don't know, six homes in fucking one month or fucking 10 homes, right? I don't know the statistics. So it'll be like, damn, you're making a lot of money. And he wants to make even more money. What what would be your guidance into making an investment or, or how would you tell them to, hey, you know what? It's not just about the sales. It's also about the yeah. business side. Like, can you explain a little bit of, on how would you take that? Yeah, there's a lot, man. Um, I, immediately I what comes to mind, I would say systems, finances, and people, right? People would be individuals that they hire in their organization, right? Now, if, if they're yeah. working for somebody else, then okay, then that's that's out of the picture. Then it would be more systems and finances. So the first one that I really, and this is an introductory module and portion of my coaching, mm, cool. is I... I I teach people basic financial education and discipline for themselves first. Forget the business for themselves, yeah. right? Because if that's not established, you don't have a healthy relationship and understanding with money, forget it, right? Because then now what I tell people is as you start making more money, the, the consequences become more catastrophic because now yeah. you have more. It's like flying the planes from the you know 1920s that would water the crops. That's probably worth $20,000 versus flying an F-15 jet fighter that's worth $100 million. If you crash that jet fighter, fuck, that was $100 million, right? Like, that's a big deal. The other one, it's like, oh, whatever. Here, I'll cut you a check. You can just fucking make another one, right? (laughs) Buy another one, you rich motherfucker. Yeah, right, exactly. Both are planes, but one is a lot more capable and you have a lot more at stake than the other one. So I I kind of... uh, do it the same way with the students and i said look we got to get we got to get this in order because then we have to start investing in your business and having the funds available for you to reinvest back into your business right and the first step i tell people is obviously invest in themselves the books the coaching the events the second step would be to what i said earlier when i mentioned systems get better systems if you hand dial like i did i get an online web-based dialer that now i log on and it dials for me and i don't have to hand dial anymore i went from making you know, 30 to 50 calls an hour to a couple hundred calls an hour because it's automated. That helps increase my profit margin because I'm talking to more people, right? Same thing with the customer relationship management software, like they call it the CRM. I got, I finally got one and I was like, whoa, man, before I would just write everything on paper and put it on an Excel spreadsheet, which still works, but it's a lot harder to structure emails and all that. Now I have the CRM, it does automated emails. You can put in videos for follow-up. You can put in reminders. So every time you log on, it says, oh, you gotta call this person at 10, do this at 12. It just makes your life that much better. So between hiring people, the people aspect, the finances aspect and the systems, that's really how you start taking it to the next level, you know? Um, 
And it, but I tell people, the mistake that people make is when they're brand new, they start looking at that. I said, no, dude, you first need to get your communication skills and your basics down and start getting some sales. Then we can talk about hiring people and improving yeah. your systems. If you can't even make a sale yet, what are you worried about the systems? And that that's the double edged sword aspect of social media. You know, the guy who's broke, I'm like, bro, why are you watching something on how to build a seven figure business? You don't have two pennies to rub together. You need to first make a dollar, then a hundred, then a thousand, then a hundred thousand, then 500,000, then a million. What, what are you doing? You got to stack them up. You got to take one win and then stack it up. Right. <laughs> right. So, but, but I get it. It's sexy to study it. Oh, I'm studying, uh, how to build a, you know, yeah, $5 million dollar income, Pablo. I don't need this basic sales stuff. Yeah, I know. And, and yeah, you're right with social media. Now everyone has become a coach and everyone has become a fucking expert in quotes, right? And they all oh, teach you how to make X, Y, and Z amount of money. And it's just fucking stupid. It's just confusing them even more when you're right. You can't even make one fucking sale. You can't even close one person. How the fuck are you going to make a goddamn fucking company out of it? Right. But now let, let, let's go into another thing, which is hiring people, man, because delegating i think it's shit becoming a leader and delegating let's say you already have you know figuratively speaking you already have the, the the sales you already have some systems this and that you have the money to spend when it comes to hiring people mm. what do you look for in a people you already gave us kind of like an answer and what is the pro what is the process that you have when it comes to hiring someone for your team and i don't know like keeping them because you know there's a lot of people that just come and go like kind of like they just look around and they're like shit you know yeah like, so yeah i put in the chat a, a book yeah. a book who the a method for hiring great book oh, that everybody listening can can read um when i read that book i mean it was great because it, it helped tie up the loose ends of my interview process for hiring people i do minimum three sometimes four interviews i check people's references right? Every interview has a different uh, stage, right? Now, again, before you get like, oh man, that's crazy. Let, let, let's go back to step one. Okay. You first need to take, take a look at your organization and say, all right, this is what I did the first time. I took a notebook like this, right? Dorado y también dorado. Um, yes, and I wrote down, I wrote down, okay, what, what do I do in a day? I wrote yeah. everything down, right? I said, okay. And I said, I'm going to put a valuation next to all these things. Uh -huh. Cold calling, high moneymaker. Yeah. Responding to emails, low money maker. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. And I started identifying what is a low income thing. Because the step before that was I, I calculated what I was worth per hour. Okay. Wow. I said, okay, I'm worth, I think the first time was like 140 bucks an hour. And I said, yeah. okay, as I'm going through this list, what would be less than 140 an hour? And I made that list. Mm -hmm. So the first yeah. person I got an administrative assistant, an assistant, an assistant. Yeah. And I yeah. said, here you go. Can you do this? Right. This is the holy book right here of what you need to do. Whoa. So, yeah. but before that is like I mentioned earlier, I'm looking for somebody who two things. Number one fits with the culture I want to create and my values because it's my company. But number two, do they align with the vision that I have for me and the company? Long term. All right. Long term. Right. And again, because if you interview somebody just real quick, oh yeah, I'm, I'm a hard worker and I'm going to be first and yeah, I'm going to make you proud, Pablo. I'll just do whatever you say. Oh yeah, spreadsheets, no problem. Yeah. Right. But no. then you call, you call the references. Oh, he was always late, this and that, right? Like you'll find out the truth. So, yeah. but you really have to look at it because your vision, you need to be clear on it, number one. But number two, maybe they're great. Maybe they would be a great employee, but their long-term goals don't fit in with your vision. Then why would you hire them? 
Yeah. Right? You get caught up in, oh, but they're good at what they do. Yeah, but they're going to leave you in six months. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or you're going to have to kick them out. Right? So you have the vision aspect, then you have the, the culture aspect. And I tell people, like, I can even... Um, read it for you right now, bro. I have it posted uh, in my team. I can give you some of the stuff just so people have an idea. Okay. So as a, as a featured post in my uh, group, when somebody joins my my team, right? Mm -hmm. I, I made this two years ago when I first started Team BC Nationwide. I said, this is the Team BC. I'll give you some of it, not all of it, because I know yeah, it's okay. all of it. Team BC Code and Virtues, right? Integrity, respect, courage, honor, compassion, honesty, and loyalty. Now, for anybody who studies... The samurai that's the code of the samurai basically but i thought it was cool and i wanted to make that uh yeah the the code and virtues for my company and then there's five things conduct ourselves with honesty integrity and transparency with customers daily actions in accordance with the pursuit of maximum potential individually and collectively number three our wisdom knowledge personal stories and vulnerabilities are to remain sacred and private to our group and team number four no engagement in anything that would tarnish bring harm to or negatively impact the team bc reputation and number five the last one we will hold each other to the highest standards and respect one another at all times that's great so that that's my stuff so as i'm interviewing somebody i have this like if we're going to give a mental picture right there and i'm looking to see do they align mm -hmm. is anything they're saying are the references saying am i finding anything that violates these principles and at any point in time if i figure that out you're not a good fit for us yeah, exactly, man. That's the most important thing. But people, number one, don't have what I just described to you. They have no idea. But number two, they'll they'll put skills over that. When in the long run, for you to have the best culture and I have to fire a lot of people and, and build up good team spirit and all that, you're going to have to have your codes, your virtues, your ethics, your process and all that stuff. And people, I think they're just lazy, bro. They don't want to do it. Yeah, they don't want to. Yeah, exactly. So because maybe is it fair to say that they don't want to spend all that time in 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 uh, building the the, per, the the rookie, the 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 new person, right? Because they they rather have someone who already has the experience, the skills, and is gonna bring them some money. But then overall, I'm, I'm sorry, not overall. At the end of the month or six months or a year, you just like you said, they're gonna leave them because they don't align with the company's vision, right? Yeah. Do you do you have a limit on when it comes to how much staff do you hire, or or did, like do do you continue to have it because you know the 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 you know they come and they go do you keep it like that ongoing always hiring always recruiting or do you have a stoppage and say like no we we're looking for quality not quantity yeah depending on the position man uh because i run on one side i run a real estate company a regular retail you know team yeah, yeah the agents the regular agent side i'm always recruiting most of the time very rarely do i shut it down from a leadership standpoint, yeah, we're a lot more strict with that for sure. Okay. And then, you know, other like, you know, chief operations officer and all that stuff, obviously we'll get one and that's it. So well, it just depends. Like at the bottom level of the company, yeah, we're always hiring. But once you start getting to leadership managers and hire, no, we'll only hire somebody if we need it. And once we fill that position, it's good. Um, but yeah, to your point, what you said before, uh, a lot of times, I think the biggest mistake that people make is, you know, it's the ego. Oh, I'll trust my gut. Yeah, this person's going to be good. And instead of following a process, you just trust your gut. And even I have figured out that that doesn't work. That yeah. doesn't work, you know, and I would consider myself a good judge of character. But, you know, there's more to this than just being a judge of character, right? This is a business, right? This has many pieces to it and you can't just trust your gut. 
right? Imagine you hire a consultant to help you invest your money. I'm just going to trust my gut on this one. We're going to put a million dollars into this stock. It's like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you, you just mentioned it, man. I think it's very important to emphasize that the system side, when it comes to business, when it comes to sales, when it comes to everything that makes you money, there's got to be a system in it, right? It's not, you don't leave it by to, to chance. Oh, well, I'm a great communicator, right? I mean, you, no, 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 no. Yeah. In my experience, and I want to ask you that if you're, if in your experience is the same, everything needs to be break, break, broken down into a system like point A, B, C, Absolutely. one, two, three, hiring side. Oh, yeah, you're going to have to ask this question, this question, like everything has script, everything has a bullet point, everything, every motherfucking part of the company needs to have a fucking system. I, I don't want to leave anything it, it just one tiny bit by chance, just like, oh, maybe the divine uh, I'll have a divine ascension and, and, and you know the the fucking Anunnakis will will shine the line on me or something like that you know what I'm saying but when it comes to you and your business and in your experience um, do you think it's very important to have a system on everything and could you elaborate on that no you just leave it up to divine providence bro that's it <laughs> but yeah man you know it starts with like I said the financial aspect when somebody gets that discipline that's the first kind of personal system that they that they implement because that is a system as well this percentage goes here this percentage goes here you have this bank account for this you set aside this much for taxes that's a system right yeah. same thing when i started the first thing was i said okay i need to have a system where i keep all the names and numbers and addresses and contact information of the people that i know and that i meet and then i need a lead follow-up system when i get somebody who says they're interested where am i going to put them What's the system behind it? How frequently do I contact them? How do I contact them, dude? So yeah, hundred percent. I mean, from the ground up, bro, if you don't have systems, I tell people, if you don't have a system, you don't have a business. You Boom. don't. Boom. You're just an employee, right? That's the difference between a CEO and an employee. A CEO Ooh. has a system and he knows his stuff and his numbers. An employee just shows up to do his work. If you don't have a system, you don't have a business. God damn. Do you hear that guys? If you don't have a system, you don't have a goddamn business. Stop. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't have a system. Woo. <laughs> Man, I, I just lost a million dollars. Okay. So, um, shit, I forgot the, the next part of the question. Uh, you make me angry, Pablo. Way too much. Hey, I gotta get leave that. You, you don't. <laughs> hey, don't step on those flowers, motherfuckers. Just yeah. that. <laughs> I was going to talk about money. That um, business or sales or just success, because this is something that I want your input on it. We've talked about it. I think shit all the time we talk about it, but this is very important. I want to remind the listeners, the, the audience again on when it comes to making money and becoming super successful or in wealth, right? And business. I think people don't realize that it's very difficult, right? That, that it becomes more like the responsibilities go way up higher and everyone thinks that why well, you just make a lot of fucking money and you spend it on whatever the fuck you want to spend it and you know what i'm saying you're rich when the reality is that when you have a team when you have a business when you have this amount of money you pay more taxes you have way more responsibilities and it's it's a lot you know you have to be prepared so why don't you talk about a little a little bit on that which i know is something that you do all the time i said on your videos Training people yeah. on the, the mindset side, right? Of, okay, you want to be rich? First, you know, you have to, I don't know, take it from there, bro. 
Yeah, because you really, you know, in that process, you level up. As you guys make more money, there's more responsibility, right? It goes back to the old, uh, you know, notorious B.I.G. More money, more problems, right? <laughs> now, that that's a famous line that's said in rap. But what he means by problems, really, if you reframe it as challenges and things that okay. pop up that previously you didn't have to deal with, right? You're making 100000 working by yourself versus now you're making 500000 but you have five or six staff members and employees you're making more money, but you're responsible for five or six other people now. That's a different level, right? So it, it, you're making more money, but it hasn't gotten easier. You now have more on your plate. Like people say, oh, I have so much on my plate. My plate is full. Well, that plate is going to keep getting more shit. Well, what do you do? You make a bigger plate. That's the mindset aspect of it. And I tell people all the time that this is what causes people to yo-yo, right? Mm -hmm. They have some success and go up, but then they prove that they're not ready for it. They go right back down. Same thing happens again. They go right back down because... When you really look at a lot of people, they yo-yo. They have some success, and then they prove, hey, I'm not ready for this shit. Boom, they go back down. Now, it's not like somebody shows up and says, you're not ready, but you demonstrate it with how you deal with stuff, right? Yeah. You start getting more clients, and then what do they do? They complain, oh, these fucking clients, and then it takes so much time. Yeah. Well, dude, you're complaining about two or three. How are you going to have five or six, yeah. right? Like, And, and that, that's really where the mindset comes in, bro, but that that's... That's a product of learning. That's a product of who you're around, who's teaching you, your dedication, you know, and, and understanding that, yeah, it's not going to be easy. But one of the biggest things that you learn with communication is the like kind of like the no resistance mentality, where even if they give me something negative, I'm not going to just freak out or 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 respond negatively or tell them no or make them wrong. I'm always going to be smooth. Right. And the same thing has to be applied to what you're doing in life. You're going to be met with a lot of things that are out of your control. Maybe you had six leads and suddenly next week, all of them get out of the market and they don't want to do anything anymore. Yeah. Well, if you had kept doing what you were supposed to do, it wouldn't matter because you generate leads every day. But what do they do? Mindset issue. Oh, I have six leads. I'm good. I don't have to work anymore. Shit. Right. That's all mindset. Right. So doing what you're supposed to do, the basic disciplines. But it goes back to a lot of stuff we've talked about over the years, man. Yeah. You know, waking up on time, you know, make sure you're educating yourself, so, be around good people, stop bullshitting, stop fucking watching bullshit on social media, get to work, obsess about your work, enjoy your work. I mean, we've been saying this shit since we were fucking in diapers, bro. <laughs> Probably. You know, hey, what's up, man? What's up, mama? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, well, you know, I don't want to add more, more, more of that. I want to talk about image on your business and, and, and in your experience when it comes to success and sales how important would you say image has been in your business and how much emphasis do you put on image what you've learned about image right and perception yeah. when it comes to hiring when it comes to your business when it comes to everything that you're doing right now man yeah man you know i, I look back and i think my first about first three years in the business two and a half three years i was like in a suit 24 7. Yeah, of course. Yeah. For image purposes, but also for me to reinforce, like, I'm a fucking businessman now. I'm not just an athlete anymore. Like, yeah, I played an athlete. I'm still an athlete, but I'm a fucking businessman. Right. And, and the thing with me was I want somebody to take me seriously. I don't care if I'm new. I don't care what you think about me. I'm fucking dressed sharp. God damn it. I smell good. I look good. I have a good handshake that you give me, give me at least that. You know what I'm saying? Right? Like, 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 you can't take that away from me. Like, you're going to be like, man, I don't like this motherfucker, but God damn, he's dressed sharp F. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's key. It's key. Now, again, we're giving you just the clothes, right? That's a clothes example. Image goes much beyond that. Even with 
Like us, imagine you you door knock somebody. Hey, what's up, motherfucker? Right? Even Are you gonna up, be, right? Yeah, even if you're dressed sharp, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Like, like right? Like like Pablo's example. I don't know if he ever gave it to you guys. It's funny. But we, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, but it, it's 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 so important, bro. It's so important. Yeah. And then, but what do people do? We 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 err on the side of comfort. They'll send me and Pablo a picture of fucking. Like, you know, uh, Mark Zuckerberg in sweats. Well, he's a billionaire and he's it's like, bro, he's a billionaire. Yeah, come on, man. And then when he had to show up to Congress, he had a fucking suit on, right? So even when the protocol required for him to wear a fucking suit, he did. He didn't say, well, I'm a billionaire. I, I can cheat. I don't have to wear a suit. He still wore a fucking suit. Why? Because a business meeting was to be had, period. And yeah. if you want more business meetings, dress, walk, talk as if you're going to have a business meeting, period. Instead of fighting it, this is the, the last thing that, that I'll say. Understand the game, right? Yeah. Imagology and all this stuff is a science. Understand it. Stop putting in the I like it, I don't like it. Fuck that. Learn it, then use it. It's that simple, right? Because in the beginning, I didn't like wearing suits. I love wearing them now. I think they're super cool. But yeah. in the beginning, I didn't like it. But did I sit there like, eh, I don't want to wear a suit. This sucks. No, I fucking wore it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I said, this is going to get me taken more seriously. And this is going to get me more deals. And fuck. Like the whole, uh, the, the study where they, the, the guy jaywalks across the street, but he has a suit oh, yeah. on and everybody follows him. I mean, it's embedded into people's fucking subconscious minds. Why would you not fucking take advantage of it? It's stupid. It's the semiotics of clothing. It's, it's the language of symbols when it comes to the image, man, it's, it's embedded in your subconscious minds. Super yeah. interesting. And also you mentioned something that it, within my industry is called enclosed cognition, which is the psychology of your clothes, how it makes you feel, how it changes your, um, your behavior and 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 your uh, how do you say it your uh, productivity if that makes sense but not just yours but also the people around you because yeah. you you alter the the mindset and the emotions of someone else just by wearing a goddamn color fuck that when, when i started learning that i was like god damn i, I want to learn everything about this yeah. right and people right people always are looking for the shortcuts you yeah. you shit how many how, how many excuses do you hear from people that want to learn from you Man, probably you get this every day. Hey, Brian, I want to do a business with you or I admire you so much, man. Can you hire me? And then you probably ask them one fucking question and oh, but uh, uh. I didn't think you were going to answer. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, do you remember that story when one guy told me, hey, you know, I have a business idea for you. This is OK. Yeah, should it? Oh, I wasn't ready for your response. I'm like, come on, man, shit. Right, right. It's stupid. So you're given the opportunity. And that's an example of what I said earlier. You're given the opportunity, but you're not ready. Boom. You go right back down to the same fucking miserable existence you were in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, people are looking for that um, exemption all the time. Like, oh, well, Mark, you know, Mark Zuckerberg doesn't use a fucking suit or this or that. Or, well, you know, uh, this guy made his fucking fortune without selling and without communicating. Like, come on. Yeah, go go uh, crazy stupid love. Are you Steve Jobs? Are you the owner of Apple computers? <laughs> Here's another question, bro. Would you say that sales or selling or AKA communication, it's important for everyone in the world, no matter what the hmm. fuck you do. Maybe you are uh, a design, a computer designer or shit, you know, someone who has really little to no interaction with, with a customer. Would you still think that sales and communication is something important? Absolutely. Computer guy wants to get his idea out. He comes to me to get money, but he can't communicate his idea to me. Am I going to invest? Fuck no. no. 
how many people do we know and we have seen on the planet, bro, that are brilliant, but they can't communicate for shit. Everyone's like, look at that fucking loser. <laughs> fucking weirdo. Get him away from me. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just, it goes, it goes so far beyond what people think, man. But they don't realize it until the situation presents itself where mm. it hits them. And they're like, shit. Like, oh, man, look at that fine-ass girl. I like her. And they don't go talk to her. Why? Because they lack confidence and proficiency in communication. Right. Or it, it's their turn to give a speech at a wedding and they sound like shit. They're going to feel bad. Right. Like imagine if you speak at a wedding and then like it doesn't go that good. That's just going to eat at your fucking soul forever. Because if that was me, I would make fun of you forever. I'd be like, hey, bro, remember 10 years ago, you made that shitty ass speech at my wedding. You fucking motherfucker. <laughs> I know. Right. You fucked it up. You fucked you it up. Motherfucker. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everything was perfect except for you. Right. But. Again, that, that's the type of stuff that when you go to sleep at night, it keeps you awake and you're like, oh, shit, right? And that's the type of stuff like you can't put a valuation on that, right? Mm -hmm. And and a lot of people, if they haven't been there, you're going to be there for sure because we've all been there where you get to a fucking low point, super low point, right? And a lot of that is contributed by our poor self-communication because communication isn't oh. just what you say with the world. It's up here. Your self-talk will revolutionize as you improve your communication. And how many of you won't take that step or, or, or take that leap of faith, like they say, because the self-talk is, oh, I can't do it. No, you're just a pobre fucking paisa from Mexico. You can't do it. Or you're this, you're that. Oh, you're too short. Oh, you're too ugly. Oh, your nose, this and that. And and that's your, your self-communication. Well, how the fuck are you going to achieve? Look, but the next minute you say, I'm going to make a million dollars. Get the fuck out of it. Your own voice. When you say that, your own inner voice says, get the fuck out of here. You ain't going to do shit. You, hi, my name is Brian. And in problem one, I'm going to do that. You ain't going to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, dude, people pick up on that. You know, it, even if they don't know about communication, their subconscious mind, uh, they, they, they pick up on that. And they're like, man. This motherfucker doesn't know shit. He's, he's just a, he's just trying to hustle me, man. Get, get out of here, right? Hey, get out of here. No soliciting. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. No soliciting. <laughs> oh, man. Um, dude, I want to talk about something that you just mentioned. Um, when it comes to the ability to communicate and say and sell yourself, right? For example, something that I teach, I basically image is selling yourself. Goddamn shit. Looking good. Selling yourself to yourself and to all the motherfuckers, right? But, uh, <laughs> We've been in, <laughs> dude, can you imagine having, you know, this guy looking super sharp and what's up, motherfucker? Oh, man. That, that, that's got to fuck up with your fucking mind, which is good. Which is a, actually, it's a, it's a technique in communication. But uh, in seminars, we've, we've been guest speakers and myself, I know that I've been around people that are shit way smarter than I am, way smarter way more successful than I am, but they sound like shit. Like they can't communicate for shit. And when they're in the stage, I've shared stage with them. And I'm like, damn, you see the audience and they're like sleepy F. They don't, they're not paying attention. They won't remember a goddamn word, even though I know that he's way better than I am right in business and in fucking success, whatever the fuck. And then, um, you know, when we come, when we show up in a fucking uh, seminar, we, we entertain the shit out of them, right? Yeah. Which I think is also part of selling. Would you say that selling is also a part of like, kind of like acting or entertaining? Because if you put a label on the regular schmuck, the regular salesman that is, 
Hi, how's it going? Uh, would you like to buy or uh, what's the current service that you have on your phone? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when someone like you looking like you, right? Big ass, tall motherfucker, NM, <laughs> fucking suit. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Today? Education, right? This it's gotta it's gotta fuck up their mind. Like, whoa! So would you say it's a little bit of entertaining entertainment as well, or? Well, dude, I mean, I think that's that's one of the things that the communication provides when you're a proficient communicator. It is entertaining. Like absolutely. I tell people, oh, absolutely, sir. Like, look at I mean, fuck, bro. Look, look at all the way that the rulers and kings and the old even movies that we watch would speak. They wow. would go up and they would slowly people of the land, right? Like they would speak all slow and drawn out. And people fucking were like, oh, my God, this is the you know, so it done correctly and at the higher levels that naturally comes out because i i believe that every single person will develop that within themselves they have that style when you start yeah. taking away the insecurities you really have the skill you know you can deliver and now all your attention is out and you're like okay i'm gonna deliver a great speech as an example because we're talking about that that comes out man because now there's there's nothing holding you back yeah. the biggest thing with people is holding them back oh i, I want to be loud but no i can't Oh, I, I, I want to cuss. No, I can't. Right. And then all of a sudden you become this generic version. Hello. Hola. Como estas? Right. You become the radio guy. Right. Which in many cases is the same fucking voice that sounds the same. Yeah. Right. So it really, is it a conscious thing that I do at times? Yeah, for sure. Because if we go back to the personality types, sometimes I have to play a particular character to make somebody else feel more comfortable. Now, if yeah. I want to sell to somebody to make them feel more comfortable or or make it a little easier for somebody to learn and pay attention to me, I'm going to do it because that's my job. And that's the number one rule people need to hear is you need to take responsibility as a communicator, as a communication expert master. You take full responsibility for the communication, what happens and the outcome. So if you didn't get the outcome, you take responsibility for it. You don't bitch and complain and say it was the other person's fault. You take responsibility, motherfucker. <laughs> boom, booyah, damn. <laughs> Now, uh, you understand you say, what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Would you would you say that you have to? Would you, would you, would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> we have so many inside jokes. Oh, guys. We could make a whole fucking podcast or a seminar, two day seminar, on just the fucking inside jokes that we have. Goddamn. Uh, do you have to be? What's the fucking word? Camaleonico. Camaleonic. Like, shit. Ver versatile, you... versatile, chamele chameleon like. Yeah, well, there you go. Chameleon-like yeah. as a salesperson yeah. in regards to the personality types. Like, you have to be all of them. Yeah. Sometimes. Is that, yeah? Yeah, you know, I think um, a couple things, right? I think naturally, as you get better, you just naturally will mirror and match people, like, automatically. Like, the whole, hey, what's up? Oh, absolutely. So, like, it just happens automatically, you know? Let me give a, a, um, a, a an explanation on this, because this motherfucker, that, that's how I know he's a fucking well. I know he's a great salesman and communicator, but we were at uh, shooting a video, right? With your Lambo. And we were fucking young kids and we were fucking around like, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then this old white couple approached us and they were like, what the hell is going on? What here? is going and, on here? Yeah, but <laughs> like, kind of like, I don't know if they were, I, I thought they were gonna call the police or something like that because we were being loud as shit and being like, yeah, motherfucker, yeah, and this, that. <laughs> And right in the middle of the street, right? And and they approach like, and I say, oh shit, it's about to go down. And then immediately Brian was like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then he turned back and 
Oh, absolutely, sir. We're just having a, a, a quick video for these young, wonderful men. And I don't know what the what words you use, but it was right there on spot, super quick. I was like, you sleazy mother. But no, but yeah, great communicator, man. So it works, man. It fucking works. I've seen it. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're having a small gathering here. Uh, totally 100% approved by the city. We have a permit. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Perfect. It's um, funny, man. It's funny. I'm sorry. But, you know, and, and, and just to emphasize that point, it's not like we have to become the other person. That's just until because, again, basics, you hit rapport. Once you hit rapport, you go back, you know, you can take it wherever you want. Right. Um, and, and the personality type and mirroring and matching is kind of the segue to allow you to get in rapport and establish it to then take the conversation where you want to take it. Right. But yeah, man, I mean, uh, that I think if we're going to talk about entertainment, right, and being that character, that's when you take the communication to another level. You know, now you're really having fun. Now you're because we've talked about it, educate, inform, entertain. That's the formula, right? And entertainment is a vital part, especially when we talk about social media now, holding people's attention and being that next level, like where people will just buy from you because they like you. It's not even about the product anymore. It's like, man, I just fucking love Pablo. I'm going to buy his shit. Yeah. Like, do you even know about it? Nah, but he's a cool motherfucker. So I'm just going to buy this shit because I like him that much. Right? Like I remember people would buy my shit online. Dude, I'm not even gonna watch it, but I support you so much and love you. I'm just gonna buy it. And I'm like, man, that, that's so fucking cool. But that alludes to what you said, the entertainment factor, just that X factor, like, yo, I'm the shit. And there's just something unique about your delivery and your communication and your persona overall. That's just like, wow, it has that wow factor, you know? Magnetic, right? Yeah. Magnetic confidence. Whoa. Uh, what's Animal magnetism. What what's the hardest personality type for you, man? Uh, in the beginning, bro, it was the analytical. I fucking hated the analytical, man. God damn, like, oh, what what's this one cent fee? Shut the fuck up and sign, man. You know, like, 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 like. Well, excuse yeah. me, how much is it? Shut yeah, the man. fuck up, so, man. So, so the so the room is eight feet by twelve feet. Oh, I measured it. It's eight point one by twelve point zero five. What's going on here? It's inaccurate. And you're like, bruh. <laughs> Sign the goddamn contract, man. I know, Damn, right? so, yeah. dude. You know, yeah, and and exactly. and again, it just it exposes the the weakness or the weakest link we could say in your in your game. Hey, I have to work on it. Now I don't care. Now I have fun with it. I become more analytical than them. No, well, just well, so you know, sir, before our meeting, I provided an itemized report for you, highlighted specifically with your particular concerns. So please be sure to read it before we meet. One point zero zero eight that you give the specific fucking uh, yeah, number, and they're like, yeah. "Oh man, I love it!" Right? Oh, and they love it, yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, but before you know, when I didn't like it, in quotes, that was that was the mistake that I made, and it brought in resistance. I would be sitting there like this motherfucker. I just want to beat the <laughs> shit. But that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, because, because when they, we're thinking that, they feel the vibe, right? You can pretend to smile and be like, "Yeah, everything is good," but internally, it's like you're about to burst. They know, they can feel it, right? That this this is those like subconscious cues that we talk about, where you can't bullshit it unless maybe you're the top level fucking actor on the planet, like maybe Al Pacino or some shit. But that's <laughs> the point zero zero one percent, like Mark Zuckerberg not wearing a suit. You know, <laughs> so it's like, motherfucker, are you Mark Zuckerberg? Okay, then shut the fuck up and wear a suit. You know what I mean? Like, come yeah. on. Same shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. This is something, this is very important, and I'm glad you brought it up. Guys, listening to this, I mean, all this shit, fake it to, till you make it. Yeah, it kind of works, but people will always notice. They always notice if you hate them, and if you're in and they said, "Man, I don't give a fuck about you. I just care about my commission." Right? Like, shut the fuck up. Just sign right here. Just give me the money. I don't care about you. I don't care about your family. Just sign right here. They will feel it. They will sense it. 
and the communication goes wrong or maybe instead of building a relationship you just sold it to one guy and he will not recommend you to another one and you know what i'm saying now bro describe the perfect sale for you well um i'll talk to somebody and i'll i'll, I'll make it short right i'll talk to somebody i i determine that they're a lead right and then we set an appointment to meet for me to sell right before that meeting when i set the appointment i will qualify them to make sure that they're qualified to purchase my service right let's say i'm doing real estate right and they want to sell their house i'm going to qualify them to be sir uh, to be sure that they're qualified to be ready to sign a contract and list their home so i ask them a ton of questions right now when i go and i meet a perfect sale is i follow my presentation we meet yep. haha blah, 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 and then at the end i ask them to sign and they sign right so phone call or, or initial contact we set a meeting i qualify the meeting i go to the meeting i do my presentation sale is made they sign the contract that would be the perfect sale i remember when, when we did a podcast in spanish you said something about seduction that you know when you are seducing a woman and you can't force it right like you can't be like hey come on let's go get a drink and let's go back to my place baby you know what i'm saying you know what i'm about to do to you you're gonna learn you're gonna learn today like you know what i did <laughs> wong wong <laughs> if what you just said or if i can add on to what you said and correct me if I'm wrong, tell me if I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> the the perfect sale for you would be like stealthy. Like you you've been through the whole process. You know that this fucking client is ready. Yep. So it's not pushy. It's not like, man, it's just yeah. it's just smooth, right? Like, oh, come on, baby, you're already there. Just just fucking do it. Is it stealthy or smooth? Or or do you really have to go into like, oh well, you know, I'm about to put on my, my salesman suit and Oh, well, you know, hi, how do you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or is it, is it more like stealthy? The best way is they would say it felt right. You know, like nothing was forced. And it, like you said, smooth because uh, they, they, they didn't even realize it. They just uh, w went into a sales presentation. Yeah. You know, well, some people will tell me we didn't even have the intention of signing, but everything made sense and it looked good. So fuck it. We signed. Right. And, and that's what I tell people. It's not this for, will there be moments maybe where you have to insist a little bit? Sure. Right. Sure. Like it's very rare that this, that you never get told an objection and everything is perfect. Oh yeah. Oh, 6%. No, I'll pay you 7%. Right. Like it's very rare that it's super, super just smooth all the way through. What makes it smooth is how you deal with what they give you. You're the, you're the, the orchestrator of the, the symphony, right? You're the one that makes it smooth. And I, and I think that's what people miss. So when you look at the presentation, following the presentation, saying the right words and, and, and doing the right moves, it's smooth. If you follow that pattern it's where just... people, where people fuck up is, is they try to, Oh, I don't need to follow the script. I can just, I'll do it. I'll wing it. I'll just do it. I'll, you know? yeah. I'll, I'll convince them. I'll get in front of them and I'll convince them. That's what turns into the sleazy salesman. Because now they don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's like, Oh, just sign, just sign. Oh, how much doesn't matter. Just sign. How much because I. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just give me yeah. your credit card. <laughs> oh, man, that was so fucking funny. I don't know why I didn't record that shit. <laughs> nah, I, I, it would have been mean because I would be fucking making fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the last question, bro, is... Um, God damn, you play too much and I, I forget the goddamn question. Uh, fuck, it was about sales, man. Um, the last question is... Fuck. Fuck me, goddamn motherfucker. You made me forget the goddamn. You 
Who's you, motherfucker? You, bitch, you. You got some time? I can show you. I can show you uh, my grill over here in the real Mac joint. The real one. No, nah, well, it'll, it'll come back, man. Because I'll, I'll, I I want to begin to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. And and I had a question when it comes to sales, man, for young people listening. And I fucking forgot. And it was fucking pure gold. But that happens. And when that happens, you have to keep rolling, baby. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't stop and be like, oh, oh, I forgot the question on how to end the podcast. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> but any any last thoughts or any last advice for the young people listening to this and are just getting started on this man it's a lifelong journey man you know you have to keep learning you have to keep the momentum never stop uh and it's one of those things that it's not like and and i see this mentality with social media like you look at videos too like uh, calisthenics right how to do a, a, a this advanced move in 30 days it's like bro you're not going to get it in 30 days But this mentality is just infested everything where, oh, how do I, uh, 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 how do I free my mind in, in two weeks? You know, how do I, you know, go through, go like, and then that's why, like you even brought it up. People will, will run to these places and do these ceremonies like, you know, oh, DMT shrooms. And I was like, dude, you don't even know what's going. This is why people will do that stuff and then literally go fucking crazy. Right? Like you, you have to do things the right way. And then uh, like, it, it's like they would say in Spanish, like you have to earn your fucking position, dude. Like it's not going to happen overnight. Like I've been training with Brian and calisthenics for a year and we're just now doing like intermediate stuff and, and improving, right? I'm still not near the end. And we've been consistently working out for a year. Same thing with communication. I didn't start getting notoriety for at least at least a year year and a half or two years to where it wasn't like i was getting trophies but people were like oh man this this kid is he's up and coming he's doing good but that was obsession every time he came to my place i was reading right i was the practice sessions i was doing two hours a day with people i can't even get motherfuckers to do 20 minutes a day i was doing two hours a day i was like i would tell people bro i practice more than you actually make calls <laughs> Fuck yeah you know what i mean Like, like that's the love, but see, that's the level of dedication you need. And I said, fuck it. If this, if I have to do this for years, fuck it. I signed up for this. This is what I want. I want to be that good because in the beginning, it wasn't about me. Oh, the trophies and the accolades. Like Tony Robbins says, you're driven by significance. I never gave a fuck about any of that. I don't care if you know me or not. Right. I just want the result, which is the financial freedom, the good life, build my team and do what I do. Right. But the, that piece of advice is, man really do what it takes and then commit, make the commitment for life. Right. And that's like the issue that people have, like with diet, Oh, I'm just going to diet for a month and then I'm good. No, it's a lifestyle change. This is a lifestyle change. You're going to have to do things and become somebody that other people may not recognize anymore. And that's okay. because that's a choice that you made to walk the path that you're supposed to walk. Damn. That, that's hard for a lot of people because you're right. They, they just make the small commitment because, Oh, I just want to make some, a little amount of money so that I can be of my debts. I can pay my debts and, and that, you know, and then I'll have, I'll, I'll be comfortable. And no, you're right, man. If you're not long, a, a lifetime commitment, it's uh, you're fucked. You're fucked. I remember the question, man. Shit. That's why writing everything is very important. <laughs> it's uh, <clears throat> what advice do you have for, for young people and young salesmen that deviate from the sale? You know, like, not to get into the fucking straight line straight line position shit but uh uh the in in their effort to create rapport i've seen this probably you've seen this the fucking customer takes control of the conversation and all of a sudden they're talking about i don't know their dogs their cats whatever the fuck other than the actual sale what yeah. advice would you have would you give 
for the, for these people? There's a lot, man. Um, you know, if you guys are gonna, we can come at this from different angles. The first thing I would say is this, when we talk about rapport, a lot of people uh, think too much from the perspective of conscious rapport versus subconscious rapport. So what's some, so what's some stupid examples of conscious rapport, like the old sales movies where they would walk into the house and like drop a $5 bill and then you pick it up. Oh, sir, here you go. Like, or, or they would see the golfing trophy. Oh, golf. You like golf? So do I. That's conscious, meaning it's like, it's obvious that you're doing it. Subconscious rapport is what you do with your body language, right? Uh, mirroring and matching their rate of speech, the volume, um, yeah. you know, of the, of their speech, like all those little things, the little nuances, right? If they use certain words, like if they always say, okay, cool, you start using, okay, cool, little things like that. That's, that's a subconscious way of building more rapport with people, right? In regards to what Pablo said about uh, when people deviate from your script or, or you fall off the line, meaning now you're talking about fucking your vacation instead of the sale. You, what you need to do is be able to create different ways of, of bringing yourself back. Right? So let me give you an example. Um, if I notice somebody starts talking and we're going off, off the, you know, the, the hinges, like they say, I'll say something that's, I'll say, you know what, in a, in a moment, Pablo, I'm about to ask you about the, the move to North Carolina and that house. Okay. Go ahead. Continue. Whoa. And now he's going to talk. Right. And I, I just like, and it could be whatever in a moment, I'm going to ask you again about blank. It could be anything that has to do with the sale. And then I'll say, go ahead, continue. So I interrupted, but I said, go ahead, continue. Now at any point, 30 seconds, we're not going to say, okay. But anyways, remember the, the thing in North Carolina? Yeah. Tell me about this. And now I could just effectively hijack the conversation again and go back to it almost in a brute force way. But because I said that line earlier, I gave myself the opportunity to do it without looking like an asshole who just wants to take it back. Right. That's the easiest way for you guys to recover. If you don't know too many techniques and stuff like that. Right. Because when you get really good, the customer will subconsciously not engage in behavior like that because they know they can't do it. Yeah. That, that person who rambles to you won't ramble to me. Like if it's a new student, they're not gonna, yeah, they're not going to ramble to us, but they'll ramble to you. So it's more about what you're giving off subconsciously versus consciously. Now I give you a conscious technique to use and use it, but it's more about who you are. When you show up as a higher or the best version of yourself, like Pablo uh, teaches, then that's not going to happen anymore. But in the meantime, there's a quick technique that you can use. That's it for me. Round of applause, man. That's beautiful. The way that I teach in, in, in my shit is your image, right? If you're dressed sharp, you look like an authority. So they immediately, whoop, they will lower down their energy and be like, oh, damn, I got to listen to this motherfucker. I got to shut the fuck up and listen to what the fuck he says because you are exuding that image, right? Uh, subliminally, it's, you know, I, I love it because when it comes to communication, you and I are perfect at this because everything that we're saying, that's not being said. And we know what they're saying, right? And, and we know what we're saying subliminally, subconsciously, without any fucking words, with our image, with our fucking body language, with fucking all this shit that it sounds so fucking idiot or idiotic or sounds so, you know, like uh, it's not that big of a deal, man, that makes the whole fucking difference. I get that a lot from my trainings. Like, how do you do it, Pablo? Like you squint your eyes and then you move your hands and you know, your voice and I'm like, motherfucker, I trained for this, right? Uh, All these things are, I developed them. I wasn't born like this shit. Come on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, obsession, man. What I get from what everything you just said, man, from the, uh, to, to, to wrap it up is obsession, man. You had to, ha you have to have that obsession and the commitment, right? You have to be committed. It's beautiful. 
It's something that you and I say all the time. How you do anything is how you do everything. Fuck, God damn. Yeah, I, I've, I've been with you, man. I've stayed at your place and I see you. Anything that you do, you attack it in the same fucking way. As a business, as a relationship, you wake up in the morning, you're like, the first and the, the way you fucking pour the mate and the way you drink the mate is in the same way you fucking make a presentation and do a sale like, with 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 a exquisite level of, of even dedication. even when I play video games, he records me yelling because I'm like, fuck that, you gotta fucking kill him, man! What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And I see you studying the techniques on how to beat the motherfucker. Also, like I'm gonna beat your ass when they're beating you in the fucking game. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm gonna learn the goddamn techniques and the and the strategies. I'm gonna beat your ass because <laughs> yeah. I know I need a fucking magician over here and I need an archer over here. It's fucking funny to watch it, but that's the level of dedication that you have throughout your entire fucking life. So. I, I always, and we say it all the time, I dare you motherfuckers to come into our lives, into our places, into our homes and, and watch us, just be with us. And you'll realize how we do this all the time. It's not that we put on the goddamn suit and be like, oh, there you go. I'm professional now. Yeah. I'm about to make a sale. We're the same all the time. And that's the main difference that I see with a lot of people that they, they can't make that merge. You know what I'm saying? They, they have to have a yeah. decision. Oh, this is my professional life. This is my relationship. This is with my wife. This is with my girlfriend. This is with my friends. No, motherfucker, it's one life. It is, and man. You're real, and that—that's what I love about you, bro. That's fucking beautiful to to, to watch, and I, and I think it's part of your success, right? Dude, yeah. And I even like going back to the whole video game example that we laugh at, right? I I, I told myself when I got I I made the commitment before I got my license. The moment I get my license and I start working, I'm not gonna fucking touch a video game until I think, I, I forget the exact number, but like I set an income goal. I'm not gonna touch a video game ever again until, and when and when I made that commitment, I was still fucking playing regularly. Like I would probably play a couple hours a week. So it was a lot. It wasn't like all day, every day, but I was playing significantly. Like sometimes I'd study at night and then I play the game for two, three, four hours at night. Like sometimes nights in a row. So. But while I was still playing the game, I made the commitment. What happened? I got my license. I stopped fucking playing. And then when I finally, like, I think it was like three and a half or four years later, when I hit that goal, that's when I fucking bought the other PlayStation 5 or whatever the fuck it was at the time. And then it sat there and I would play every once in a while. And then I wouldn't play again for six months, right? Because I evolved. But even then, something that I was doing all the time to the point that we were making earlier, I made a sacrifice and I said, hey, for me to obsess means I might have to cut out all this other shit and obsess. You're right? Are you, yeah, are you willing to do it? Because that becomes the question. Are you willing to do it? Because most of you motherfuckers will say yes. And then when it comes time to do it, you won't fucking do it. Or you'll do it for a day and then, oh, it's too hard. Yeah, it's too hardcore, you know, like the, the diet that, that, that you and I have. Most people complain about that. Oh, it's too extreme. The body needs, well, shut the fuck up. The body does, hey, el cuerpo lo pide. <laughs> <laughs> come on man but yeah man i can go on and on and on about all this shit that's why we make fucking seminars and shit because this the the dynamic that we have is fucking beautiful and i can go on and on and on real mac how the show you how the real success is but uh, no man i want to thank you i want to appreciate your time thank you for coming bro and all the insights that you gave man damn if anybody is listening to this really paying attention you just gave a bunch of fucking golden nuggets. One last golden nugget. It's uh, <laughs> I pulled it too much uh, to go after that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people think analytically. So some people are are big thinkers, small thinkers, uh, medium thinkers. thinkers. <laughs>
That's fucking funny, man. Shit. Right now, man, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your wisdom. Thank you, appreciate it. Thank you, Thank you, man. Appreciate it. We'll do a sales seminar in Espanol. Uh, hola amigo so uh, what, what, what's what's the word you guys say orale orale bro orale hello how to hello uh uh in Sp spanish show and i'm gonna have, i'm gonna have to brush up on some of the nlp stuff in spanish man that way i can deliver aprender el cambaseo yeah but the good thing is it's not rocket science you know hey it's not rocket science. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you everyone for tuning in this is the fashion matrix podcast everybody can find where, where can they find you i mean they already know but Just a quick plug-in. Uh, YouTube, if you put in my name or my new website now is BrianCaselaCoaching.com. Oh, is, is it, that's the new one? So BrianCasella.com is not there anymore? If you go there, it'll just, you click the button and it'll reroute oh, you to the new one. So it's the same shit. shit. Same shit. All right, cool. BrianCaselaCoaching.com. All right. I'll, I'll put on all, all your links over there in the description box. Uh, Y'all can find me at, at Pablo Mentor and PabloMentor.com, StyleSystems.com. And man, Thank you. That's it for me. <laughs> Thank you, brother.